0: Hello and welcome to another Captain Salah video and podcast from Fancy Football Salah. Here we will discuss our plans to Captain Salah in Game Week 11. My name is Joe and joining me each week this season to discuss the best armband candidates It's Salah uh, is Fancy Football Scout Deputy Editor Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you?
1: Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Um, Conte news has obviously broke this morning and it feels pretty exciting so busy doing some work on that. It's going to be a scout report up on site tonight. But um, yeah, all good here. Thanks.
0: Okay. Before we spend twenty minutes discussing why we're captaining Mo Salah, I understand you want to mention something about fan team. Yep.
1: Yeah, so there's a, a couple of daily Champions League games to uh, have a look out for. I think there's a, a 16k prize pool tonight. Um, and also a reminder to set your team if you're playing the the knockout competition too. Um, there's a 5:45 or a slightly earlier deadline tonight. I know there's 5:45. A couple of kickoffs tonight, including Chelsea against Malmo. So uh, make sure you get that done in a good time.
0: Okay, um, let's move on to uh, why we're captaining Mo Salah. Um, okay. So here, I was quite pleased to manage to do this picture here. So for those listening to the podcast, I've got a picture of of Mo Salah pointing uh, an expected goals table uh, of this season. Um, And he's pointing specifically to Liverpool at the top. And they're not just top, they're in an absolute league of their own. Uh, Expected goals, uh, getting on for 25. The next nearest is uh, Manchester City uh, with 20 uh, West Ham with 18 just below them uh, goals 29 next nearest City again with 20 big chances 41 next nearest Manchester City with 28 I mean it's basically Liverpool they're the, they're the ones to go for so in terms of the captaincy and strategy um, so Salah has the form <laughs> Liverpool have the form the fixture seems almost irrelevant and last week his effective ownership was around 200% <laughs> for uh, among top managers. That means they all own him and they're all captained him. Uh, basically, it's rank places lost if you don't captain him and he does anything on the pitch and your own captain, your betting against Salah, fails. But is Salah really the best captain this week against a West Ham team that may well concede but certainly not whipping boys.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, Salah got an assist at the weekend. I think his fourth assist in a row. He had that disallowed goal as well. But it's that consistency we keep talking about. I think it's one blank now in in the opening 10 game weeks and it's that Mm -hmm. which is so appealing. But I think this week it feels more important to talk about the opponents, you know, West Ham. um, Because they've been they've been excellent not just this season but but all year i think i was looking at um an annual table um which just looked at this calendar year and west ham are ranked third throughout 2021 um only city and chelsea have got more points so far um and they just look so good with you know zuma Mm -hmm. and bonner and rice and salchek making it very difficult for their opponents um so i think it'll be a difficult game Mm -hmm. um I did have a look at some stats earlier on, which looked at where West Ham are conceding chances. And um, that offers a bit of encouragement to to those going with Salah Um, from their left flank, West Ham's left flank, they'd conceded 37 chances this season compared to 27 on the right and 20 down the middle. Mm -hmm. So if we are going to look for a player to go up against West Ham, you probably want them to be that right-sided player attacking West Ham's left. Um, I remember last season, I had similar thoughts about West Ham and this fixture being tricky for Salah, mm-hmm. and I didn't captain him. And he came away with two goals in that fixture okay. in a 3-1 win. Mm-hmm. And I think that Liverpool, like these numbers that you've been putting up so far, that they've taken it up a level this year. And so, again, Salah will be my go-to captain. <laughs> but again, a bit like Brighton last week, it, it won't be straightforward for Liverpool. No.
0: no, I mean, I think... I mean. If you when, once you have a few bad game weeks, so I had a, I had a few red arrows in a row for a while, and and there I just I'll take anything from a captain. Once you get when you get a, yeah. a, two or three captain blanks in a row, I'll take a goal. I'll take an assist. That um, that'll be fine. You know, we can't all captain Reese James when he appears and when he scores a brace and gets a clean yeah. sheet. so I, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll agree. take that. Yeah, I salary. agree. Yeah, and I think maybe maybe our expectations after what had happened in the previous weeks, it mm. may be gone. You know, he's not going to score a hat-trick every week. He's not going to get three attacking returns every week. But what's important is he's ticking over yeah. and he's not blanking. No. Um, and that's that kind of consistency which we all look for in a captain. Um, I mean, we probably mentioned Mane as well, mm. just briefly, scored again yeah. at the weekend, mm-hmm. seven, seven returns in 10 appearances. But it doesn't feel like he's, 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 he's at that level of Salah, um, not as explosive this year. But, um, of course,
0: we've got to mention him. Yeah, uh, OK. Well, I mean, you mentioned about West Ham's defence as well. So, as you said, there could be, um, could be a weakness on their left. Therefore, Salah um, uh, could, could exploit that. So let's have a look at this whipping poise table. This is uh, the defences, um, the worst defences um, over the last four. Um, and if you go right to the bottom here, the bottom of this table, as in the best defence it's West Ham so that's um, conveniently annoying <laughs> for us um, and it would I mean if we hadn't have had those multiple multiple returns from Salah and Liverpool weren't on that that amazing streak of, of attacking form I we would ordinarily look at the stats of the, the opponents and go well West Ham are not I'm not going to captain yeah. someone against West Ham but yet we yeah. still are <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I wouldn't, if this was any other team apart from Liverpool, I'd be seriously looking at other options this week. But it just seems, you know, you talked about that effective ownership, almost 200%. It feels like a dangerous game betting yeah. against Salah at the moment. Um, whether or not that'll be the case a few weeks down the line, I'm not so sure. But but certainly this week, um, this feels like the one to, the, the, the player to target for captaincy, I think.
0: Definitely. Um, I mean, looking at this table though, if... If if anyone was to go different, um, or um, they they feel that Salah might get a return, but they're gonna they're gonna gamble uh, for multiple returns, you would think that um, a team playing Villa, Manchester United, Watford, Newcastle, Everton, uh, or yeah. indeed and Norwich could be the place to go because. They are on paper a much worse Um, defence. So um, looking at expected goal involvement. So Salah's going to be top of this. So it's not not a spoiler. Everyone knows this. So this is expected goal involvement uh, over the last four game weeks. Uh, Yes, Salah in league of his own. So once again, it's all pointing to Salah. Captain Salah, doesn't matter about the defence. He's playing, even though West Ham is currently the best um, in terms of expected uh, points, but yeah, Um Abamian faces Watford. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to pick out the anything. I mean, is Abamian a worthy captain this week?
1: I think if you're looking at options outside of Salah, you, you would have to be in the conversation. I mm. mean, Arsenal have looked a lot better. They switched to this kind of. 4-4-2, 4-2-3-1 formation um, against Villa mm. and looked a lot better. They've got Lacazette and Aubameyang playing through mm. the middle. Lacazette's been dropping a little bit deeper. Yeah. Aubameyang has penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, they've looked better since that initial kind of start when they were really struggling. But against Palace a few, few weeks ago, they, they they were a bit inconsistent in that. And we haven't quite got that, that consistency, but they are improving. And I suppose it's as much about the opponent. I mean, you could see Watford on the table that you just linked to before, but mm. um, they're struggling, aren't they? I mean, they haven't kept yeah. a clean sheet all season, along with Newcastle. They're the only two teams yet to, to record a shutout. Um, and Ranieri needs time, doesn't he? Mm. He needs to get some new players in. And at the moment, he hasn't got that that, that opportunity to do that. And I think outside of that 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 Liverpool fixture with obviously Salah, this is probably one of the ones that you're looking at thinking, yeah. well, yeah, Abbi looks like a pretty good option this week.
0: Uh, I, I think that if anyone does own Abamyang, I think they have a genuine choice to make here because this is a as, a, mm-hmm. as a, an as an Abamyang owner of many seasons, um, yeah, this is exactly the fixture I yeah. would think. Oh, I'm going to captain him if he was against yes. Norwich, for example, it would be the same one. He does punish these weak defenses and Watford are basically a bunch of kittens when it comes to their defense at the moment. And um, I just want to take a moment to thank those who have joined us in the live chat. Uh, well, over 300 of you have joined us this lunchtime, which is great. Um, got Joshua, David, Nick, uh, Chris, uh, Matthew, Martin, um, uh, and Metallica. I wonder if that's the full band Metallica or just maybe a representative of them, but thank you so much for joining us. I just want to mention uh, something that Joshua uh, mentioned. He, A couple of weeks ago, I put a tweet up saying those without a premium striker, those wildcarding without a premium striker. So we have mentioned Aubameyang there. Um, There's also Vardy and Kane and Ronaldo to consider. And those without, I wondered, what's your plan? Are you just going to hope that they... Don't become good or um, or try and get them in. And uh, Joshua has, has um, reminded me of that, um, reminded me of that tweet. And he he says that he agrees with that. And he well, he thinks that now could be a time when people might move back to those premium strikers. It's a segue into <laughs> Spurs. Now, before we came on air, you've been you said you've been doing a little bit of research. Um, about Conte, who is the new manager of Spurs, which is I ho- I hope good news for Kane and Son owners.
1: I think so. I think so. I mean, um, I'm a huge fan of Conte. Mm-hmm. Um, look, go, going back over the years from when he was at Chelsea and Juventus before that, um, but it's a, it's a massive appointment for Spurs, isn't it? I mean, he's he's just a serial winner wherever mm. he goes. He, he, he wins titles. Um you would expect them to set up in a, a back three formation, whether or not that's a 3-5-2 or a 3-4-3. Four, three, four, three. Um, but that is certainly what we would expect of him. But he normally starts well at his clubs. He gets his ideas over pretty quickly. Um, they've got a, a UEFA Conference League um, game on Thursday. Um, first before Everton at the weekend. Mm. And suddenly, I mean, I'm a Kane owner. I think you are too. I, I am, yeah, very well. much. So, yeah, yes. yeah. So um, I got him in, and suddenly, from, you know, after the performance at the weekend mm. against United, I'm thinking, is this a problem? Suddenly now it feels like a bit of an opportunity. I oh, know. I'm,
0: um, I'm, I'm
1: getting the ticker tape out. I think this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, he's, he's, he's still, I think he's about 6.4% owned. He's on penalties. Um, And there were some Conte quotes, which I saw this morning, which is he he spoke about Kane during, when he was doing some punditry work um, at Euro 2020. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how to get the best out of Kane and that he wanted him always in the box, Mm. which suggests that maybe what we've seen with Kane in recent years is him dropping that a little bit deeper. Maybe Conte is going to use him closer to goal um, and use others in that kind of supporting role. So it's going to be really interesting. Son as well looks like a great option. and it's going to be, I mean, if we, it's going to be a 3-5-2 with sonna position up front, playing off Kane. I mean, it could be, uh, it feels like you want to get on board these players early for me, because um, I'm, I'm pretty bullish about how Conte will do at Spurs. I think it's a good appointment.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, we're going to talk about this in much, much more detail on the Scoutcast tonight. So, you know, do do tune into that. Um, but one of the things that we'll be discussing is is this sort of dilemma that that fantasy managers have at the moment, Um Yes, they're excited that Conte's coming in. Nuno, the defensive coach, has has gone. Um, the, the, the king is dead. Long live the king and all of that. But um, there is also those who think, oh, my glass is half empty and Kane's body language is poor and they're poor players. And the Spurs have, they have invested, but the investment hasn't been good over, over in recent years. So as, as a team, they're not good. But then... Um, yeah, uh, people might cast their, mind, might, their minds back to the Italy squad, his Italy squad of 2016. There was a post, yeah. Gianni um, uh, posted something on Twitter. Gianni who does uh, many of our, much of our content as well. Um, and an Italy fan was saying, well, you know, look at their front line there. And and it was pretty, I mean, on papers, it, it was Edda uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, he he gets the best out of his players, doesn't he? Which is the sign of a good coach. Everybody seems to raise their level. I mean, into the last time Mm. he was there, he had Lukaku and Martinez up front, which were absolutely incredible. Um, At Chelsea, he used Diego Costa and Mm. then Hazard playing off him. Um, But even with lesser players, like you say, he he, he gets them to raise the level, which is what he's going to need to do at Spurs. Because although we're looking at that front line with Kane and Son thinking ready-made, world-class yeah. finishers. You look at other areas of that team and you think of the centre-backs and the centre-midfield and you think, mm, he's going to have to get the best out of them um, if he really wants to kind of get back into those Champions League places and then push on for a title challenge. But it all feels really exciting yeah. at Spurs now. And, um I totally get people saying, well, Kane has looked terrible so far, Spurs have looked terrible. But as FPL managers, we've got to kind of predict what is to come. And it depends if mm. you want to wait to see something before reacting to it. Or mm. if you want to think, well, look, I'm going to take a bit of a gamble here, get on board early and try and and try and get that Kane haul while he's still 5 6% owned or whatever it is. Um, yeah. And I think it's quite encouraging looking at that fixture this weekend um, against Everton as well. Um, I covered the game for Scout last night mm. at Wolves. Yeah. Um, started off in a four four two, a mm. narrow four four two. They were absolutely terrible mm. for the first thirty minutes. They then shifted to a four five one, and they looked a little bit better. But even so, Jimenez, Swang, Samado caused loads of problems for them um and they've got a few injuries as well at the moment joe they've got yeah. um they've got De, they've got to out they've got calvert lewin um Dinier and mina were out last night so yes yeah, suddenly this feels like a, a pretty good fixture we saw what Watford did at, yeah. at goodison a couple of weeks ago they went there on 152. I'm not saying that's going to happen again but um there's there's obviously a defense which you you know you can get at if you uh, yeah. if you attack them in the right way and the fig.
0: um, I've got a picture of Conte up, um, hugging Lukaku, um, just showing the, the impact that he can have on a team, um, and one of his former teams there, Inter. But I've got some figures there for Son and Kane, um, showing that they still are having a go. You know, uh, Son has had 13 shots inside the box, Kane has had 10. Um, they expected, uh, Kane's expected to be involved in around three goals, Son, four. And Son's created seventeen chances, uh, and Kane is still creating chances. Um, he's had one less game as Son as well, so it's unfair to yeah. compare their figures. But they're just there to show um, this is them being bad. So let's have a have a look um, and see what Conte does with them. Also, think about yeah. Kane. Now, I've been a, a student of Kaneology for for a number of years now. As my captain, I think he always looks awful. He always looks miserable. He always, <laughs> lo- he always He's always <laughs> dropping deep. I've always yeah. I always regret captaining him until he scores a brace in the 85th minute and 86th. Um, yeah. So yeah. it doesn't I, I'm not sure what people are seeing about Kane in particular, uh, but he it, I think they're putting two and two together, making five. He couldn't go to Manchester City. Rumor that that, that that's where he, he was going to go. And that fell through. And now he's completely unhappy and he's gonna chop his legs off and never kick a ball again. it's just it just doesn't seem the way he he, he looks as miserable and dropping deep as he's ever looked to me.
1: <laughs> yeah and we all know what he's capable of and that's why in those kind of matches even when he isn't involved, mm. we know what he can do um, I mean he has maybe yeah I mean he has been kind of like ambling around a little bit maybe too much over the from what mm. I've seen him over the past few games but Conte coming in, he's not going to stand for that, is he? No, um, you know he he won't play if he's if he's if he's if he's got that frame of mind. So I think Kane will fully get behind this appointment. Yeah, Kane. I will. think um, he'll react. You know, he wants to win a title, doesn't he? And, and there's no better manager to, to bring it's, in. It's so. telling,
0: isn't it? When so, um, Steve Bruce. Um, a lot of people thought, you know, not not the greatest of managers. People have got their views about him. But when he left, do he set some maximums? You know, essay about how wonderful he was and there were other tributes as well and Mm -hmm. now Nuno's gone I haven't seen I mean I might be wrong here I haven't seen a single thing from a Spurs but I haven't seen a message from Kane hey see you later boss hey have a great life you know none of that it's all just total silence they can't wait for him to go
1: I don't think... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't there long enough, was it? I mean, it seems crazy, like four months that he's out the door already. But yeah, he hasn't built up any relationships with any of the players or anything. So, yeah, I just think this is going to revitalise them. And I think that, you know, Son and Kane... I've got Kane. Mm. Might look at Son myself, um, possibly after the Everton game, once the fixtures really is. But... um, Mm Let's see how they're getting on Thursday. Yeah. I don't know, Conte won't have had much time with them, mm. but um yeah, let's see what he says in his press okay. conference and we'll, then, we'll, then we'll take some decisions we'll, then.
0: We'll just be discussing Spurs more on Scoutcast, as I said, and um but for the purposes of this, the captaincy video, my vice captaincy is on Kane. So if Salah I doesn't show up like, I'm I'm yeah. going I'm going for Kane. If Salah, you know, you know, was an injury doubt or something, then I might consider Going, going for Kane as well. Um so there we go. There are other players though. So it's barrel scraping time. Um, let's look at the fixtures. Um just looking at others. We mentioned for example a against Watford, Kane uh, or Son against Everton, who, as you said, look look pretty pretty poor defensively. Um Tony, Tony's in the thumbnail for this particular video, and I think owners would would be advised perhaps to vice captain him against norwich but i don't know what do you think i can't i'm not a brentford attack owner i can't i can't work them out whether they're worth even investing in let alone captaining.
1: i like brentford i like Mm. them a lot this year they have obviously had that poor performance at the weekend um which coincided with raya being out as well he's obviously a long-term injury um that is going to have a bit of effect on them defensively. Mm. But for Tony, you know, I, I like Tony a lot. Mm. Um, I watched him last year in the championship. I think he's a very good forward. I am a little bit concerned by his lack of goal threat this year. He seems to be dropping that mm. bit deeper. And then players like Mbwemo have been benefited by getting beyond him. He's on penalties and he's playing Norwich. Again, it's, it's the opponent which is the real appeal here. Um Norwich just look out of ideas oh, they just, they're gone
0: um, aren't they they're, they're, I yeah. don't know how they're here they're, it's, like, yeah. it's
1: just embarrassing to watch <laughs> well they just yeah you watch them at Leeds and they're kind of they were in the game for a bit and then they just they concede mm. and then they just revert to the norm and so it's a, it's a good fixture I think for me if I, I don't own Tony I I, did, I I may look at him this week but I think again it's one of those players yeah. where probably owning feels enough mm. rather than captaining okay. Um just because that Brentford performance at the, at the weekend was a little bit worrying. Hopefully it wasn't one off though, because I do like them, um, but let's see how they get on.
0: Um, the false nine at the best team in Europe, uh, Chossard yeah. of Brighton, um, <laughs> could be, could be um, a player to go, if you want to take a wild pump. I mean, Chossard has formed for big holes and he's just scored against Liverpool.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He played well at the weekend, didn't he, Brighton? Okay. Um, very impressed. Yeah. Um, Two two at Anfield. I don't know, will Malpay come back in this weekend maybe for for this tie or is, was it a specific tactic at Liverpool it to kinda use that false it, it, nine? It, it's hard to tell. Yeah. They're so um
0: it's so flexible that squad. Um either way I think Trossard will be either up front on his own or he'll be just in support. Just supporting. Either way he's going he's against Newcastle's defence. <laughs>
1: Well, I seem to recall him doing well in this fixture last mm. year, wasn't it? In the in the big blank, in a oh, it and was. a few people did captain. A few yeah. people did captain him, didn't they, for this one? And um, I think it's three 0 in the end. wasn't we're,
0: it? We're sowing so, the seeds for the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah sowing exactly. the seeds. Um, well, it's uh, a
1: good time to play. Good time to play Newcastle. Obviously, we've got a win. That um, Emery may be in charge by the weekend, um, but obviously, again, very limited time to work with that team. So, uh, I can't imagine him coming in instantly and turning them to yeah. a. Um, a very good defensive side. So, uh, yeah, good good fixture for Brighton, no doubt.
0: Um, big big thanks to Sam Robertson in the chat. He's urging people to slap that like button. Um, so, yeah, we've got um, uh, well over 500 of you have joined us um, and just 60 likes It's always going up gradually. People are slapping it, liking it, whatever. Um, so um, thanks a lot for that. Uh, please do press that like button and also remember to subscribe. Um, anyone else to consider especially for those Mavericks out there?
1: Well, well, well. there's a few. I mean, we should, we should talk about that Chelsea fixture. Mm. I mean, home against Burnley, we've kind of... But the problem is with Chelsea is that the points seem to be spread so much around the team that it's hard to pinpoint that specific player which we're going to go for. I suppose you'd probably have to say Havertz. Um, it's probably his last game for a while leading the line. It sounds like Lukaku and Werner will be back after the international break. But then watching Havertz, it feels like he's maybe been creating space for others to benefit from. But mm. if you've got an out of position midfielder leading the line for Chelsea at home against Burnley, we've got to talk about him. Um, but maybe it's one of the wing backs there, you know, James or Chilwell, mm. that, that that people would look to. Um, James looks so good at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be a bit of uncertainty around a start, which there always is. But maybe that Malmo lineup tonight will help yeah. us a bit. Um, I'd be a bit worried about Chilwell I seem to recall Tuchel earlier in the year when they played against them he used Alonso and he specifically he said after the match that he wanted him in there for that height to help them with set yeah. pieces maybe that's changed since then but just those little things might make me kind of back off captain I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of captain in defenders anyway no. um, but that's a fixture we should talk about but also Southampton Villa as well mm. good fixture you know Villa um, my team are in free fall at the moment yeah. so um yeah, I've, got, I've got Armstrong
0: for... and um, I'm, very, I'm yeah. very annoyed that I benched him last week I, and I don't think I'm going to remove him for the likes of Tony. I like him for this fixture.
1: Yeah, well I I, um, I put him on the bench as well last week Um, and then I was fortunate enough to get him off the bench mm. because Waymo um, didn't show up and Tierney didn't either. But, um, yeah, it feels like he started with Che Adams at the weekend Mm. and uh, Brozier was out, of course. Now, we'll get an update on Brozier. I think I was chatting to Neil last week about it and he seemed to think that it was either Brozier or Che Adams competing for the place in the team and that Armstrong is maybe up against somebody like Redmond who's come in and played as a support Ah. striker, which is good news for Armstrong if that is the case. Um, We'll see what Hassan Hudlund says. uh, um,
0: Because as an Armstrong owner, I was umming and ahhing about playing him and I thought he I, and I was but then I, I was looking at things like the Southampton Daily Echo and talking to some Saints fans and it's, weirdly I think it could be the other way round I think he sees Armstrong as a number nine Broger as yeah. a number nine Che Adams as the ball carrier yeah
1: and, and then he Red, Red, with Redmond. Redmond does, and yeah, so he's looking at
0: Armstrong Che Adams Broger Che Adams and mm. Redmond can go out where and there could be something in that
1: because otherwise yeah, well, he would have played we, we and um, well yeah we need to work that out don't we so um, ideally not wanting to wish injury on anybody but Brozier misses another week yeah. and we can all kind of okay. go in with Armstrong with a bit more confidence
0: I, um, I also wish no ill on the on the lad, but um, I do yeah. hope that he is
1: um He needs, he needs the international break. He needs yeah. that international yeah, break he does, to get over he it, does, doesn't he? he does and do Villa, it. I mean, like I touched on Villa, I mean, um, we switched to a back four against West Ham. Yeah. We were terrible. We've got Conza suspended um, after his red card. We're awkward defending set pieces. So who do you not want to come up against? James Ward-Prowse. Um, I don't think it looks good for Villa on Friday I'm, no. I'm not too optimistic about that one um, so again captaincy might be a bit of a push but if you've got your livermentos or your Armstrongs yeah. then you might want to look at starting them this okay. weekend
0: okay yes yeah, so I think we're we're we, both of us have veered off the captaincy discussion because as it goes back to the start
1: it's Salah yeah, one, Salern- one, one oh. player which we one player we should mention mm. about captaincy which we haven't Jamie Vardy Ooh. at Leeds Oh,
0: now why is this a good fixture for Jamie Vardy
1: I think that Leeds sometimes struggle with players like Vardy, who are very direct to run at them. Um, Leeds have been putting up some better defensive numbers recently. Um, I think if you go back to the table, they're looking okay, but they have played Norwich and they've played Watford Mm. during that time. So we've got to take into account the strength of the opposition. Um, Leicester changed shape at the weekend. They went to a 3-4-3 3-4-3 three, three at half-time, so they played with mm. players like Harvey Barnes and Lookman in the second half which meant Iheanacho came off, but Vardy remained I, I, I quite, I think Salah is the one for me this week mm. but then there's a kind of a group of your Aubameyangs maybe your Canes, and I think Vardy falls into that group as somebody, if I if I was going to go in Salah, mm. I'd be very tempted by him, I think um, yeah, no, as God. a differential captain
0: Yeah, I think uh, Rafina as well um, you know yeah. I think there's a return there for Rafinha mm. um, and, and finally just before we go we haven't mentioned Manchester United against Manchester City and I'm presuming no. you probably have um, the same thoughts on this that I have I have no idea who is going to play and who well certainly from United's point of view and who to captain and who is going to score points I can't I would not know yeah. so I'm not going to bother
1: yeah I think you're right and I think the fact that United did look a bit more solid in that new formation at the weekend um, you know, it's not like they're coming off the back of that hammering over Liverpool where we're looking at players yeah. to target them, it's a derby game I think Solskjaer's learnt from that Liverpool approach yeah. and um, you'd probably look at Foden if anybody but again that Champions League line-up's going to be key isn't it? Uh,
0: okay, um, It's time for us to go we've pretty much decided on captaining Salah there's lots of issues there, it's the strategy of playing the game, 200% effective ownership, you can't argue with Um, But you also can't argue with his stats as well. But hopefully we've given people some thoughts on vice-captain. And also, hopefully we've given some people some thoughts if they fancy betting against Salah. And I think there are lots and lots of other good captaincy options available. But in the meantime, Tom, thanks so much for joining me. And good luck with your inevitable decision to Captain Mohamed Salah.
1: Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me,